2: Coming to you from an entrenched barricade, deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here, now.
0: Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. I'm um, glad to have you this week. Yes, this is not Sam. This is Robbie. Robbie. This isn't Danny This isn't Rodney This isn't Harold This isn't David This isn't Art <laughs> I had to do that This is Andy It uh, isn't Art uh, No it's it, not. it ain't Art Thou <laughs> <It's>, No <laughs> <laughs> Next, week. <laughs> Next week Next week Oh, all right I want to want to hear that But uh, we're coming back at you oh, oh, my bad It's not Sam uh, I think we said that But Sam's with us on the phone He's uh, working remote Right, Sam?
3: Yep, I'm here. Yeah, glad to be with the guys at least for this part. <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> but uh, anyway, this week we're just continuing on our series on the stages of the masculine journey. And Robbie, what are
2: we on this week? Well, we did boyhood, yep. right, and then we did cowboy ranger, and so today we're up to warrior, which is you know the later teens and to beyond, right? Yeah. right you know, as far as you want to go. Well, you we will have a chance to battle for things. And when you agree, Harold, clear into your like 120, 30. What?
1: (laughs) It's a horrible, horrible thing that I have to go through to put up with
0: you guys. I see some fierceness there. (laughs) Well, yeah. That's
3: a lot to say. You kids get off my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But. No, the point, though, is is once a warrior, always a warrior. And uh, we got to remember that because the enemy is not going to stop coming after us. He didn't say, oh, Robbie's a king or Robbie's a sage now. I'm going to back off even more so because you can help somebody out in those uh, other stages that we'll talk about. But um, so Sam's got a clip. We're going to let him set it up, and uh, we'll get into the show.
3: Before we do that, though, I do want to recognize that I know you guys would agree that you see the warrior streak in Harold rise up, you know, when it's something he's passionate about. And there's no doubt that 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 warrior is hardwired in that man. And uh, I would not want him to be angry at me, that's for sure. But uh, you never do lose the warrior stage. It's with you the whole time, as Robbie was saying. Um, My clip is from a movie called uh, Kingdom of Heaven. Not one of my favorite movies, but this is one of my favorite clips. I really do like this clip, and what we have in it is you have a young man, uh, late warrior, well, there, there is no late warrior stage, so mid-20s uh, maybe, that's been raised as an orphan. All of a sudden, this guy comes into his life, says he's his dad, wants him to go on an adventure. He says no, the dad leaves, Some things transpire, and Balian has to leave town quickly and runs after his father. That's the only place he knows where to go. Where we pick this up, balin has been sleeping on the ground. Uh, He got there the night before. His father tosses down a sword and starts teaching him to be a warrior.
4: Pick it up. Let's see what you're made of. His hand is hurt, my lord. I once fought two days with an arrow through my testicle. Never use a low guard. You fight well. Let's work on your skills. Take a high guard, like this. The Italians call it la posta di falcone, the guard of the hawk. You strike from high, like this. Do it. Sword straighter. Come on. Leg back, bend your knees. Sword straighter. Defend yourself. It isn't the only part of a sword. Attack
0: <laughs> I have your lead. What's this?
1: Uncle, have you? You have with you a man, Balian, who killed the priest, his brother. I'm charged by both my father and the Lord Bishop to bring him back.
4: What he says is true. They have the right to
1: take me. I say he's innocent of the charge. If you say he's guilty, then we'll fight.
5: And God will decide the truth of it.
4: My German friend is a close student of the law. Just give him to me. I'll fight you for something else. Uncle, he's a murderer. So am I. Whoever dies here today, you he will certainly be among them.
3: yeah the the clip, what I think is really interesting is you know, Balian's been training for maybe what like five minutes at the most. you know, if it was real time and all of a sudden he's got to use what he's been taught. and that's really our walk as Christian men. You we're actually born in into a world at war, and the battles are already raging around us before we even learn to fight. And so, once we do learn to fight, man, we got to use it right away. I mean, God, God's teaching this stuff, and you know, we're we're uh, on the field learning it, you know, in the midst of it. And so that's it's a really good clip for me that you know you have this guy that has not been bothered and literally, you know, gets bothered uh, pretty quickly and, and has to enter into the battle right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, there's just uh, once you realize that you actually are in a battle. I think I think the enemy uh, realizes he's about to lose a hold on something. He had you in naivete for a long time, or maybe passivity. But when you decide to stand up and fight, he's going to send it. He's going to say, "Well, let's see what what what's in his metal." And I think that's what you see in that clip.
5: You know, I I, I think you. Coming up in in growing up in in church my entire life, uh, I know a couple of guys during the pre-show hit on it when we were talking about it, but it's almost like you get a watered-down version of what that spiritual battle may or may not be. Mm -hmm. I know for me, I really honestly, you know, I mean, I've I've read books, even though some people say I got to Google what a book is. (laughs) um, I can read. Uh, And then, you know, reading books about it and stuff really doesn't do it justice till you get together with um you know the father and a, and a group of guys that are really showing you of what it's about so for me i can relate to sam's clip just by the fact of you know i didn't really learn how to start spiritual warfare or start battling for myself until i went to my first boot camp and, and that's really where you know i got that little bit of of meat from that and was like oh let me take that on and then kept going and went to the second one and everything else like that but also, um, you know, Sam pointed out one time talking uh with him over some stuff is we gotta be careful of, of when we are going to battle what we think is the enemy. Sometimes that's God just disrupting what's already in our life that he's gotta break down and fix. Yes. Um, you know, and, and that's really where, where this starts to come up for me as the warrior for me. Yeah, um
0: I just think about um so many times when um I just charged into battle and and really didn't have that initiation that I needed to. And when you begin to look at it, I mean, I remember back in the day, I mean, I was a Christian and I was trying to live this thing out. And I remember reading Ephesians 6 and putting on the full armor of God. And I did that in my prayer life a lot. And I, I saw some fruit of that. And I believe God was there. But there was, a, there was some missing parts of that story. I didn't really, I was trying to put on the battle, but I really didn't have a warrior's heart. You know, I didn't have that, I'm going to stick with this, and this is truth. And my father, you know, the Lord is the warrior, the Lord is his name from Exodus, realizing that this is an attribute of God that I'm taking on. And, And I think really when you tie it back to identity, it makes it much more powerful. If it's just hanging out there on its own, if I'm just this guy trying to put on this spiritual armor, when you tie it into, well, I'm a son, and I'm putting that armor on, and it's for a purpose because I'm extending the kingdom of God being part of his family, it's so much more powerful.
3: Yeah. I, I You know, one thing I, I was thinking of is in that clip, you know, Balian's father tells him, you know, you fight well or something like that. There, there's an affirmation there. You know, I was thinking about when I was growing up, I learned how to fight. It wasn't that I didn't know how to fight. My brothers got me in fights all the time, <laughs> and I got myself in plenty of fights. I knew how to fight, but there's a big difference between a fighter and a warrior. Yeah. Right? I didn't know how to really battle. You know, I just knew how to throw some fists once in a while or whatever it might be. And and there's a big difference between that and, and being a warrior and being skilled and, and knowing who the opponent is and, and, and attacking at
0: the right places. Yeah. Knowing when they use a high guard, right?
2: Exactly.
5: <laughs> or as Robbie yeah, said, you should use a low guard. Yeah, I'm just
3: trying to figure bar. out how he even walked for two days where he wasn't fought in a battle. I, just
5: <laughs> I mean, I think he definitely earned his warrior card with that one. I'm just saying. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. Yeah.
5: So, uh, I'm going
0: to go to my clip now. I've, surprise, surprise, it's from Braveheart and I'm going to stick with it. You know, it's all in there in the Braveheart movie. So, but it speaks to me. I remember whenever um, before I really got into this mission, I remember seeing Braveheart, Gladiator, some of them, and I'd see them on the weekends. And you know, you're going to work every day, and you know, you're you're so disconnected from understanding spiritual warfare. But when you saw the movie, something rose up within you. But there was nothing you could really do with it because you didn't really, you weren't in the battle. You didn't really feel like it applied to you. That was just watching something from history. Something rose up within me, and Braveheart to me is the the you know the classic masculine journey uh, movie. You see all the stages in it, but this warrior, you know, that's really a lot of the focus of the movie is the warrior heart of Braveheart. And we've talked about in his boyhood, his cowboy ranger, how God has come in and 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 shepherded his heart to prepare him for this warrior life that he's gonna uh, to lead and, and and as Robbie pointed out as we were discussing this he's really speaking probably more as a king here because he's leading men but he still has this warrior heart that inspires other men to go to battle with him which is like a king but he's a warrior himself he doesn't just say go to battle without with you know without me he goes with them he leads them and it's just a powerful clip and uh, we'll talk about it when we
4: God men, do not leave Wait until we've negotiated your Wallace Can't be, not tall enough The Almighty says this must be a fashionable fight It's drawn the finest people Where is thy salute? For presenting yourselves on this battlefield I give you thanks This is our army To join it, you give homage I give homage to Scotland And if this is your army, why does it go? We didn't come here to fight for them. Oh, the English are too many. Sons of Scotland, I am William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. Kills men by the hundreds. I am William Wallace, and I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men. Three men, you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? Fight Against that? No! We will run. And we will live. Aye. Right. Fight, and you may die. Run, and you'll live. At least a while. And dying in your beds, many years from now, would you be willing to trade? All the days, from this day to that, for one chance, just one chance to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom.
0: So that that, that to me is just so powerful. As you hear in the beginning, these clans, they want to capitulate. They want to compromise. They want to give up on their freedom. And it t- took him to step in and inspire. Well, where did that come from? Uh, I was watching the movie the other night, and he almost had backed away in the fact that he just wanted to come back and be a farmer and marry Moran and just live a happily, happy life. And the English were not going to let him do that. And finally he realized, okay, this stuff that I got, you know, this training I got from father that, that I got from Argyle, Robbie, Miss Sockman, uh, <laughs> all this that he had, had poured into him, he, he had in Reservoir to, to give to these men to inspire them to be able to talk about, you know, what, what about your freedom? Is your, does your freedom mean anything to you? And really that's what called me out in some ways is that I was living a bondage type of life. I was constrained by religion. I was constrained by a dullness, a, a passivity, and when you call those things out, you begin to say, oh, th- this life that means something more than what I'm living now is worth fighting for. And it is freedom.
2: I think about, you know, when I was actually, when I married Tammy, I was six foot five, 240 pounds, whatever I was, and a complete chicken. I was afraid of the dark I really really was and I can remember you know laying in the bed and if there was a sound in the night or something I'd like Tammy can you check on that you know because I was terrified it's interesting how in the 119 psalm it says I'll run in the path of your commandments when you enlarge my heart well see I didn't realize that that, that it was my fear was holding me in bondage actually in in Mm -hmm. bed and one night I actually you know asked Jesus you know take this from me yeah. And he came and he said, well, Robbie, you know, what are you afraid of? And I said, well, have you seen the movie Psycho and the, the shower scene, you know, like with the knife? And how about Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her husband 40 whacks? I mean, that's pretty scary. And he said, well, Robbie, you know, what's so, what would be so bad about that? And all of a sudden he showed me, Jesus did, really, mm-hmm. my own mortality. And like, wow, you're threatening me with heaven. Yeah, right. right. And, and someday laying in my bed, I was laying there shivering. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, fast forward, you know, that was actually at about 1991, 93, mm-hmm. actually. Well, 2017, I think mm-hmm. it was, that I'm laying in my bed <laughs> and I hear somebody on the roof. <laughs> I mean, literally, somebody's on the roof walking around. It wasn't Rudolph. Was and it, it wasn't Rudolph. And so, man. What did I do? I grabbed the shotgun. <laughs> I really did. And I'm, I'm heading out the door, and my wife's like, Should I call the police? I said, You better, because I'm fixed to shoot somebody. <laughs> 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 and so, you know, next thing you know, I, I cocked the shotgun going out the door, and I, I hear this guy go, Don't shoot, don't shoot. And there really there was a guy on my roof. And my wife was calling the Winston Salem Police Department at the same moment, saying, You better get over here. My husband's got a gun on some guys on the roof. I think he's going to kill him. <laughs> well, every Winston-Salem policeman, I think, that was within whatever earshot, because you heard sirens coming from everywhere, uh, coming up and down the street. This dude actually, you know, to finish the story, he he got scared. He ran off the roof, you know. And, of course, the Winston-Salem police, they, they show up on both sides of the street, probably 20 cars and dogs, and they're releasing all this stuff. And they're all like, Mr. Dillmore, calm down. Can you please put the gun on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> but what really i say all that for a couple reasons number one look out what god did between the guy that was shivering in his bed mm-hmm. literally i mean that was me yeah. i'm not i'm not Kenya. to the guy that was out there like okay you know i'm going to protect my family but the other thing that my family you know they 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 didn't have a lot of respect for the guy that was shivering in his bed but my wife was like oh she was so she was proud of her husband for Amen. standing out there with that shotgun on that house you know it was it was a completely different thing because they they see yep. that, that that image of the, okay this this is a time to rise up and this is this is the thing to do so you know if if you if you're going out to the warehouse and there's a little snake i'm just saying <laughs> Ouch! you know know, know, god can
5: enlarge your heart about those snakes david i'm just saying i mean as danny said a 12 gates can take care of those snakes pretty quickly too so i mean either one works for me
1: (laughs) you know andy in in that clip i I was
5: as i was listening to it and i listened
1: to it earlier and you know we were familiar with that clip but i I could hear god speaking to those men through william wallace And, you know, he's calling us to be warriors. And, you know, in in my own story, I think I shared a little bit earlier, but I've never viewed myself as a warrior. And and I knew I remember growing up. I've got a letter from the office of President Ronald Reagan because I heard and and I didn't know as a kid, you know, what the political ramifications were. But I knew they were going to take prayer out of school. And everybody was talking about it, and it was already in process and that kind of thing. But, you know, in my own warrior mind heart, if I write to the big man, yeah. he'll stop this. Yeah, right. yeah. And so I wrote a letter to the oh, president wow. explaining yeah. to him why we should shut this down. Yeah. And I got, you know, the, the the corporate letter kind of thing. We're glad to hear from the youth of America, that All kind right. of thing. But in, in in retrospect, it was kind of a defeat for me because I did what I thought I was supposed to do, and it failed. And and so, you know, the enemy comes after that kind of stuff. But, you know, what's funny is is that I've been reading, as Barney would say, the Bible chronologically, Mm. (laughs) uh, in chronological order. And, you know, I was reading in Judges the other day. And, you know, Samson, we always hear about him being a mighty Mm -hmm. warrior. But but the key to the whole thing is it says the spirit of the Lord come upon him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when the spirit of the Lord, the Lord is a warrior, a warrior is his name comes upon you there's a time and a place that you rise up and do some mr miyagi on some folks you know what i mean that's right and you know be that physical be it you know getting a man off of your roof getting whatever it is you know my job as a man is to protect those around me
0: yeah
1: wherever that is and and, you know that's 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 something that we write off in church circles is Oh no, you can't be that way. I got yep. news for you. You come through yep. my window in the middle of the night. I'm not gonna ask you how you got to this position in life and we're not gonna right. have a word of prayer. <laughs> you might want to. That's right. But <laughs> exactly. but those are the things that that, you know, make us who we are. Yeah. And that's just as much a part of a valiant Christian man as Reading your Bible every day. Yep, we're created in the image of God. and, yeah. and The Lord is Getting the Lord. Getting a little wound up. Yeah.
0: Right. No, you're good. And I wanted you to follow that up real quick. You know, what you shared with us this morning, if you don't mind. Do you have that? Or you want me to read it? Oh, I got it. Okay.
1: I was reading. I've tried to read through the sections that are in mm-hmm. these Masculine Journey or in the book, followed by God. Yeah. And I've tried to read those, and, you know, something kind of pops about every, every time I yeah. do it and so what I threw in there this morning after I get through the shenanigans in here, um, the, so it's from Fathered by God. It says, The recovery of the warrior is absolutely crucial to the recovery of a man. All else rests on this, for you will have to fight, my brothers, for everything you desire and everything you hold dear in this world, despite what you feel or what you may have been told You have a warrior's heart because you bear the image of God, and he will train you to become a great warrior if you'll let him. And, you know, even at 54, I'm realizing that God is coming after that warrior heart that he put in me as a boy. Yeah. Not to be, you know, I don't want to be shot in certain places with an arrow. I mean, just, (laughs) you know, that's kind of not in my game plan, you know, (laughs) but. But the thing is is that my prayer this week has been, God teach me to use the warrior heart you gave me and the spirit that you gave it to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and teach me the low
2: guard. Yeah, right. Teach me the low guard. Lo, I am with you always.
0: <laughs> what are you be talking like this?
1: Uh, Danny, I appreciate your comment about the guy coming through the window because um As a little guy early on in life, I I developed that fierce battling spirit just to try to defend myself against the bigger crowd that was always wanting to bully me. But my attitude is similar. It's like if you want to come into my house like that, send your soul on to God because your backside belongs to me.
0: (laughs) That's right. Yeah, I mean, um, just that whole warrior attitude. Being in us as a kid. Um, I was going to talk about this a little bit in, in Cowboy Ranger, but I think it's appropriate today. I remember a time when I was, we moved to, from Missouri to this apartment complex, and all these kids, you just throw them together, and you know you fight through the day and all. There's this one big bully guy, and he was constantly beating up on these other two brothers. And, and, you know, he didn't pick on me as much. I was a little bit bigger, but he still – he got it under my skin. Well, he picked on them one day, and something rose up within me. And I was like, I'm fighting back. And he jumped on my back, and I flipped him. And, you know, when you flip somebody and they hit and it knocks the air out of them, you yeah. pretty much won. You know, I didn't stick my foot on his chest, but pretty much it was done after that. And it was really weird. I still, uh, it's hard to, I don't know, articulate, but I just, it's like the Spirit of God came over me. And I knew that I hadn't been living for God, and I started almost like, you know, just saying, I don't know. I said a lot of spiritual things, but I was also mixing in some curse words at the time because yeah. it was really, you know, the adrenaline was pumping. It to me, it's a, it's more of that heart that's not been trained in battle, but it was still that spirit of the Lord that you were talking about that came up on Samson, and and it was righteous. You know, I didn't persist in that. But again, that was one of those moments where I felt like I was doing the righteous thing. And there were other times my dad had always wanted me to stick up and not, you know, pick on people, but defend them. And I did that a lot. But when dad moved out of my life, I remember that I got caught up in being one that did the picking on um, because I got I got validation or I got attention from the guys, had, you know, that were with me. And, you know, they, and it's sad. But I remember when I finally was getting a little bit older, I was in high school football, and this guy was just wearing this one other kid out. I was like, no, you're not going to do that to him. I'm going to step in. Stepped up again, stopped that. So God puts those things in us. We all have those stories, I know. But those things make us who we are. But it, it does... We talked about you live life forward But you understand it backward Now I look back at those things And that was God rising up within me You know, during those times Sam, you got anything? We got about a minute left
3: Yeah, I just want to encourage people To come to the entrenchment You know, it is free Come to the boot camp You know, you're going to talk about that here in a minute But God's got so much to do in these areas And he's got so much to share with you I just know it would be really cool for him to be there
0: yeah, definitely. The boot camp, you know, it's basically the same content. What we're going through now kind of gives you a context for these stages as we go through the through our life. But these ideas of the core desires of a man, battle, beauty, um, adventure, they're all there. But come to the boot camp November 17th to 20th. Before then, when you got the entrenchment, September 30th through October 1st, Come, go to masculinejourney.org to get more information.